Big country. Yo, what's up? Sorry, guys, on that last transmission, I uh, grabbed my phone uh, improperly, we'll say, and I accidentally ended the uh, recording. So uh, we're just going to split it up into two because we got to talking a little tiny bit before and I got distracted during <clears throat> the last episode. But I wrote down a couple thoughts and I want uh, Norm's take on a couple of my thoughts. Um, yeah, let those dirty secrets, those little spiders out of your webs right there. <laughs> Dude, I, I got to get the dirt, get the I got to get the closet, spider the out of there. Closet out, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, I'm a good person, but everyone's got a secret or two to tell. Let's reveal oh. everybody's intention on the 11th hour. What will you yeah, do? Yeah, exactly. It, the moment before someone shoots you in the head, what are you going to do? You're going to piss your pants or you're going to punch Allah. them in the face? Yeah, praise Allah. Praise be. <laughs> uh, glory to Allah. Glory to God. Which I want to say means God, exactly. It doesn't mean like the, the Indian God or a Tiger God or Ishmael. No, it means your God. Yeah, no, it means God. The definition God. Like how Christians and Jews say God and we don't know oh, how they look. Okay. It's the same way that Muslims say Allah. Allah means God in Arabic. <laughs> okay, I thought it did. Thank you for uh, for the uh, update. I mean, on yo, that. a lot of people mention that, you know, in the stores, is they always make fun of the guys behind the corner and uh, the, the guys, you know, because they're from Yemen and Middle East. And they're like, you know, Allah is Allah. They're like, they don't think it's a God. It means God. And I remember hearing that. So, you know, it's the standard thing everybody thinks about. You know? Praise okay. to be, you know. So go ahead, Brian. Let's let it loose. All right, you want me to let it loose? I'm saying let's follow that sequence, and uh, you know I'll fill in with what, whatever you got. You know, what do you want to ask? All right, give, lay, all right, give me just table, a second. Let, let me uh, get my Bluetooth connected here. Um, there it goes. All right, Noan. Noan, say something. Yeah, what's going on, big tree? Can all you right, hear me? I'm okay? gonna be They're dead or something. Okay, um, th this is just me trying to improve the show, but uh, I come up with a couple segment ideas. I sent Norm a picture of these questions, so he has a little idea, so hopefully he's put some thought into some of these. Um, what excited you this week? What excited you? Oh, man, new projects, you know, uh, work-related projects, things like basketball leagues and, uh, you know, meeting people like Alex Rodriguez. I met Alex Rodriguez this week on Tuesday. I met Neve from Catfish on Thursday around and about in the city. And uh, that was very exciting. I like to meet people and network, and uh, I like to work, and I find solace in work, which is kind of Republican. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with grinding. Um, what depressed you this week? Uh, my time being taken for granted. You know. I, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, you can leave that a little open-ended if you want to to protect identities. But yeah, um, uh, you know, I just feel like you know uh, your mood is very important. You know how you feel. So I think everybody should be cautious of uh, you know the way they spend their time. 
and uh, then realize how it could affect your mood going forward, you know? So you don't want anything to affect your good mood. So that's the yeah. thing that, uh, you know, maybe I didn't feel good about, you know? Yeah, and and uh, just to let the audience know, I threw in the idea of uh, it's just your vibration. Um, because I, 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 I feel that uh, vibrations, everything vibrates on a certain frequency. Yeah. Non, did you know that back in the day, whatever the hell it was, I don't know. I'm not a, I don't have the facts, the documents like Alex Jones, but back in the day, they changed their march patterns because certain times they would march at a certain, you know, clunk, 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 clunk or whatever it was, and it would uh, destroy bridges. What? The bridges were not in tune with that frequency and it would collapse wow is that like the mothman thing that was happening over there uh the mothman they try to blame at least main mainstream media blames it on uh bird poop and how acidic it is to iron and steel wow. that makes sense but that's an idea but you can't do that by yourself that takes tens of thousands of soldiers resonating this frequency based on the pattern of their synchronized footsteps it's it's wild it's wild and so that is what it is there's also the conspiracy that that's how the great pyramids of egypt were built was because of uh resonation and uh sound sound frequencies lifting and levitating stones that were usually pushed into place. <laughs> so if people don't think I'm into conspiracies, Bubba, I'm into them. And I don't <laughs> care to and I don't care to fucking tell you. I mean because if you if, if you think nine eleven happened the way they say it happened, you're a goddamn idiot. It's good banter. It's great banter. Oh, you know, like barbershop, a barbershop discussion, you know? Yes, it's men being men discussing real topics that uh, the news won't address. It's like, yeah, did you see that where they tried to say this and that? Yeah, well, that's because this and that. Like, have you ever seen a uh, news story on why Tower 7 fell? No. No, you haven't. No. Be because uh, something didn't go right and you weren't supposed to see that. I seen ever, things ever, about like you know. I seen things about like how uh, it was planned and orchestrated. You know, like how uh, Katrina was uh, planned and orchestrated. And I'm like, I don't know about all that, uh, dude. As a person that I am, what I said I was earlier, as that type of person, dude. If you come with me correct and confident with facts, I'll believe you until proven otherwise. And, and I'll gladly say that as to say that I believe in a lot of things. Some things eh, I want to believe, but the jury's still out. That's one of those things. Is like our, our juries and our certain legal battles won and lost because of a certain thing. Right. It's like, eh, it's possible I mean, I'd like to believe the most positive side of the argument, which is my beliefs, but I can't rule that out. So you just got to deal with uh, me having an opinion 
and then devil's advocate. You just have to deal with it. I'm sorry. Okay. So, um, what did you learn this week, brother? What did I learn? That's a good question. Um, I learned, you learned when, a little. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I'm always learning, so it's hard to pinpoint what I learned. Uh, I think being more uh, being more aware of uh, feminine products, you know, feminine things in my house. You know, like sometimes I have people, girls come stay for uh, hosting abilities, and uh, I needed to make sure that you know I had plastic bags certain places, and you know, just in case any feminine hygiene requests or you know things differently in my house. I think I learned that this week. That's good, especially as uh, that's part of your income. That's a good thing to learn. Yeah, and it's also good to 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 uh, you know apply things differently in your life that you weren't aware of before. You know. Yeah. And it's yeah. A little uh, bit more respectful, and it's a little bit more conscious, and I liked it. You know. No, I like trying that. to prepare to get that, married. You know, so I like to learn new things like that. Yeah, and, no, and, you're learning and you're growing, and it's beautiful, man. Yeah, that's definitely a good um, thing I learned. I, I'm sure I learned other things, like, you know, don't stick my finger there and don't put, don't put the toothpick this far into your mouth or, you know, things right, like that. Right, but, right. Uh, that wasn't as memorable as, uh, you know, the, the hygiene thing and learning about uh, different ways to set up the house, you know. Yeah, because women have a touch that um, I was just talking to Ron about this today. Uh, women have a certain touch they can put on a house to go, Oh my God, where's the family? And you go, Oh, there's no family here. We, she set it up and you go, it's beautiful. There's flowers in the right spot. There's sculptures in the right spot. My buddy, Ron, he's, he's like that. Like he is so good with like, yeah, you don't wear this with that. You don't do this and that with color coordination, but he's very good. Like you send him to Hobby Lobby or even someone like Big Lots. He'll make that a $600 drywall apartment look like a a thousand dollar unit yeah like and it can be all 15 dollar items but if you know what you're doing you can do it and and i was just telling him to this day shout out to you bubba but (laughs) uh dude he he's he's so smart it it boggles my mind how versatile he is across the universe of being a man being a father which he's a father of two and a half. Amen. God bless. But he's he 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 he's like us. He 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 gets it. I don't want to be the woman that protects you from the world. He wants to be the father that prepares you for the world. Hey, guess what? You're gonna cry. Guess what? It don't mean nothing. The world's still coming for you, so pack a bag, sob up your tears, and let's get it moving. And that's what he is, and that and that's why I love him. He's such a great friend to me. And did you learn that this week? I didn't learn it this week. I I knew it for years, but I've been expressing it more this uh, this past week. Cheers to that, man! Expressing why yeah, you man. feel. Having compassion and understanding. He's he he's uh he's the driving force behind me wanting to get more sober. That's amazing, Doug. So I I can't thank him enough. And uh, 
Yeah, man. I mean, it'll help your overall mood, you know. And occasionally, yeah, it's good to swig back and get some swig burlis going, you know. But, you know, if you could slow it down and control it a little bit, you'll be more happy. It's just like eating a lot yeah. of candy, you know. If you eat a lot yeah. of candy, you're not going to want to, you know. And the thing is that I've seen him do it through multiple relationships, like change people and make them better and make them more honest and more uh, accepting or acknowledgeable or, like, ownership wise like you own it you did this own it you made That's a kid how I feel own about it. like the women in my life right now maybe we fight a little bit maybe we argue and stuff but like i can't and that, and i acknowledge the, the fact that they're making me better they're making me step out of my shoes and look at myself and i'm like i honor that actually you know yeah i mean it's an option but it's like it's a it's it's one i wouldn't choose on my own accord like a, like a like a Umbilical cord? An, uh, an accord, ACC, just like a Honda, an accord is an agreement. Okay. An accord is a contract, basically. It could be verbal, it could be literal in writing, in ink, but an accord is an agreement. If you can bring me 5,000 barrels of tea, I will give you $20,000 of American cash. That's an accord. A-C-C-O-R-D, an accord. Okay, an accord is a, is a financial agreement. I got it. Contractual agreement. Yes, a contractual agreement. Yes. I feel like communication would be a lot better if you had that. It probably would. You know, I think all marriages might should have that, you know, that we should all have a, a, a contract. You know? <laughs> Maybe it'll make marriages better. You know, We probably should. What else you got going on the list? What's next? Um, did you pay it forward this week? Yeah, um, I'm working with an agency in Los Angeles, and uh, you know, they just started, and uh, they have a lot of female agents there, which I met when I went to Los Angeles, and uh, you know, she uh, needed to get a player signed, and I had information here from me from you know the work I've been doing with the uh, you know basketball leagues here, so I passed on information over there. And they executed on a deal and got a player signed in overseas in the Middle East. So that was one of their first deals internationally, and I was proud of it. And I felt like my information, I paid it forward. I didn't accept anything from it. But we got somebody signed and got him a job, and it was a collective effort. So, yeah, that was my way of paying it forward. That's great. That's that's fantastic. That's awesome, man. Good job for doing that. what about you? Did I pay it forward this week? Yes. Um, I bought uh, me and my two uh, two best coworkers, the people I work with the most and that I'm closest to, that they care so much about me. It's sad. Isn't that great that, when people care about you? Dude, it's, it makes me feel like such a fucking soy boy bitch that... <laughs> That I tell them, thank you so much for loving me and for fucking giving a fuck when you don't have to. It it aggravates me so much that I have a hard time sending the text. But when it hits me and, and it's just the right moment, like I have to do it. I have to be honest with myself. But it's like, yeah, E and R are so... So nice to me. Uh, Saturday, I, I bought them lunch. I, we got a uh, 
a Captain uh, Captain Jack roll. Uh, me and uh, my buddy, my boss. Uh, it's a deep fried sushi roll. What does it have? Fucking tuna, avocado, cucumber, or something. It's kind of a normal roll, Wait but it's deep fried. Avocado. It's lightly battered and deep fried, and uh, but yeah, there's avocado in it, and it, it's, it's fantastic. You, it's it's what we always get. That's and the then we got some, thing uh, right one. here. They always eat avocado here. So the fact that you guys in the big country eat avocado is good. Good news. <laughs> Yeah, and the guy, I believe he's actually Japanese. Um, and then uh, we all got uh, pork yoza. And it's it's such a it's such a good food. Um, I I spent, you know, whatever dollars I spent on it. And I was like, hey, knock, knock, here's your lunch. And, you know, just as a nice surprise, because the day before, um, Ron, on his own accord, just bought a fucking pizza and breadsticks and a dessert. And he, hey, hey, get some. Make sure you get some. And it was like, oh, try not to do that. And then now you're going to, like, make me, like, hey, go get, go get a piece. It's the last coin. Ah, all right, I'll grab one. But it's like. I don't know. I don't like pizza, man. I'll give you my problem with pizza. It's too you don't high like pizza? Margin. No, it's high profit margin. What are they doing? Taking a bunch of dough, throwing it in the air, and they're charging you $30 for it. I'm like, wait a minute. And how much is the toppings if you're buying wholesale? You know, like, honestly, I don't tell girls when I'm on a date that I don't like pizza, but if you really get to know me as a person, you'll know that I have an economical beef with pizza. I don't, I like how it tastes. I enjoy eating it, but I just feel like they're overcharging for that, you know? Which that they are. They have to. <laughs> And that's my beef with pizza. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. This is not as good as, like, you know, maybe a, a plate of rice and chicken and maybe spare ribs or something. And it doesn't It's cost because they much. have to compete with a dollar slice or a $2 slice. It's freaking air, man. Like, I understand there's a craftsmanship to it. You got to make the dough a certain way. But I'm like, yo, I think we're getting ripped off a little bit. I do like pizza. You know, when I'm on dates, I let the girl eat pizza and I don't say anything. I'll eat it. But... You know, if you really get to know me as a person, you'll notice that economically, I don't I have a little a stance on pizza and I feel like they're overcharging us, you know, which I think that's what makes me unique. You know, I have these things, these theories. And when you break it down, you're like, you know what? It's kind of right. You know, would I stop yeah. eating, make people eat pizza? No. But I, I like to bring up that thought and that process. And I think people all would agree if they take a step back and look at it. You know? Yeah, that's that's not a bad stance to have. I understand your stance on that. These Italians came here and got her a little asses. <laughs> fucking Italians. <laughs> they fucking bribed us real quick. Like, hey, fucking, come eat some pizzeria. Fucking guineas. You know, the freaking, uh, what is this? Plumbers and shit. You know, Mario Brothers, you know? They got us with that little cartoon. You know? Yeah, like, oh, plumbers and plants are fun. Yeah, Italians eat some pizza for Mario. I'm like, yo, Mario 364 was the best game ever. I told the teacher, why are you not in school today? She she asked me that, and I told her, yo, Mario 64 came out. I'm not going to school. <laughs> Dude, that's like the first day of hunting season in the in the country. It's crazy. Luigi like, and Mario, <laughs> Italian guys. You know? All right, let's get back into uh, the questions here that I've formulated. Let's go. Let's go. What's next on the list? What are your top tier foods slash guilty pleasures? 
chicken wings from 7-Eleven. Recently, they've been advertising $5 wings. And I'm like, honestly, that's kind of, you can make the same arguments as pizza. But a, a, a chicken died. So a chicken died, I think it's worth $5, you know. Whereas a pizza, the toppings, yeah, some an animal died, but the toppings are not as big as the chicken wings, you know, where bones are and stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a great answer. Thank you for your answer. We're going to move on to the next one. <clears throat> the next one is, what makes you horny slash love, quote unquote, women? Connection. And that's an adult the adult perspective, honestly. Yeah, that's definitely an adult When I was a little kid, I wasn't looking for no connection. But, like, you know, I had a situation where somebody was emotionally distraught. And then, um, you know, I was outside and, and I kind of know them. And, you know, she came and asked for a hug and only wanted a hug. And, and she was in, in tears. And, uh, you know, we hugged for, like, at least two or three minutes. And I was getting aroused. And I was like, whoa. That was cool. I wasn't looking at nothing. I wasn't thinking anything sexual. It was two people hugging, and we were quiet. We weren't talking or anything. And I got aroused, and I got horny. And I was like, that was freaking awesome, you know? That's what. Ha that's nature is what I call that. Whoa, that's the best, you know? Nature and is the best. Nature I think does that not that story lie. might develop a little bit more, and I'm excited about it. That's pretty cool. So that gets me horny and excited. <laughs> Which you know wasn't what the case me... 10 years ago when we were like 18 years old. You know, we were like, you know, we see some milk bombers and that's it. That got us going. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the milk bombers episode. I think that's our highest episode. But um, the, the thing that gets me, there's two things. Let's hear it. Lay it all out. Whether let, the, let the beautiful women of the world know what gets the big tree going. Let the all the women's all the women's is of the fighting world. them off the stick after you release these statements. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but the two things are the click clack of a woman's heel. I don't care if it's a one, two, three, six inch heel. The click clack of a woman's heel. And the image of a not obese woman with long hair walking away from me. If like you got that. the if you got the click clack and you walk away from me and I'm like, oh, I bet that bitch is hot. And you have no idea. Uh, that's so hot. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just put put yeah, yeah, take my credit card number. Here it is. I'll give it to you. <laughs> I agree with the walk. The women walk a lot better than men. When men walk, they don't think about it like that. When the women walk, they got a style to it. And yeah, they have a snap, 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 snap. It's authoritative. It's like us rolling up our sleeves, you know? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. It's like it's a very dominant position. You know, women are dominant in their femininity, and we're dominant in our uh, presence, you know? Yeah, and that and I love it, dude. That makes, oh, dude. If there's a woman that come, click clack, click clack. I'm like, oh shit, I'm in trouble. That's an attorney. She's like, watch the, my, watch my car. Here's the keys, and walks away from you. And then she's like, also, oh, those are nice traps. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fuck her. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, it, it's uh, man, it's a beautiful thing, beautiful, beautiful thing. I love it. Anything that excites you, I think, is a positive thing, you know, whether it's uh, you know, arousal or you know, winning the lottery or 
you know, waking up in the morning and seeing the stock market green instead of red, you know. Game yeah, that's, that's a hard on for you. <laughs> All right, I got uh, three more things here. Let's uh, go. The next one. Let's go one, two, three. All right. If you could own only one thing of a certain category, what what would it be? What do you mean own one thing of a certain category? What do you mean by category? Uh, category, I mean, like, if you could only own one nightclub, how would it be? If you could only own one slice of uh, bologna impregnated with cheese or whatever it is, if you could only, if you could only own one car, what would it be? Would it be a Porsche 911 or would it be a 5 Series Mercedes? Or an F-150 that's a four-door. Okay, if I could own one property listing, it would be a property listing of eight floors or multiple family dwellings. Because you could make the most money off of it. I could have my own boutique service uh hotel basically all right or a hostel that's the typical Wait. new yorker answer no nah, you know what uh, it is i live near a hostel and i'm telling you it's the coolest international vibes that i've ever seen in my life and they all look like they're having fun they got black packs and i thought that was great you know i was like this community center looks like a place to hang out and just like vibe with everybody because you know travel is also like education so if you're not getting an education, you're not going to school, go travel and you'll learn. So I just felt if I could have something in, in a category, I would want a property that has multiple floors. And then we hire people, create jobs in the community. And I think every block should have one of those where everybody on the block is, is working on either facilitating international people or tourists. And, and I think that would be more beneficial than, you know, having a garden. You know, I know gardens help make people feel good. But so does money and entrepreneurship and being involved in making money and servicing, you know. And I think that's a great idea. And I, if we could, if I could get something in a category, I would have that, and I would provide jobs in my neighborhood. You know? Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong about that. I understand that whole like, idea. Feed the plants, but... feed the people money. You know, like I like feeding the plants. I like nature. But what about concepts that put money into people's pockets? You know. <laughs> So that's All right. That I would want in my category. All right. Here, here, here's a weird one. Somewhere slash bucket list places or things to do before you die. Oh man, that is a good one. There's so many. Like I want to do so many things before I die. But uh, going to Alaska. And not just Alaska, Anchorage, or, you know, the cities. I'm talking about Barrow, Alaska, which is the most northernest city in the United States. And uh, the way I got that idea, I seen 30 Days of 30 Nights with Ethan Hawke. And he was a you know yeah. police officer there. And he had to fight. Uh, you know, vampires came during the 30 Days of Night, which is, you know, it happens up there when the sun doesn't come out and it's dark all night. So that provided a perfect atmosphere for vampires. And, uh, you know, he had to figure out a way to protect the community and last the 30 days, you know, and try to survive. And, uh, you know, since then, I, I always thought as a city person in New York, we live a great lifestyle here. There's energy all the time. We have everything we need within a couple of feet. And when I watched that movie, I said, man, that's very resilient because this guy had limited resources. 
You know, and it's kind of like why I like Resident Evil as a video game player is because, you know, you don't, you ran out of bullets. You're not running around with unlimited bullets. And I felt like that was real life. It was real MacGyver shit where you have to figure out things on the go and, and, and use your environment as a defense mechanism. And uh, I thought that was great. And I always dreamed about, you know, that's kind of on my bucket list to spend some time in Barrow, Alaska, where the whales are hunted and, you know, there's uh, igloo people. And I just want to see if I could survive that 30 days of, uh, you know, dark light. You know? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's admirable. And um, it, it's something that uh, it, it, it shines true with me as well. Because w- what I do, there's not too many people that are mainstream that do this. There's like two. And I don't even want to mention their names just because they'll get Complicated with our cancellation and all that, but there's two guys that are, are, are great at it, and I, I, I don't even want to go into it. But if uh, if you could only care one that on thing, your bucket list is that what you want to do? Uh, my bucket list number one, I'll tell you right to today. I'll tell you, and I'll tell the fucking government, it's Egypt. If I hit the lottery today. Tomorrow, I will be in Egypt. Wow, I will see my, my brother-in-law is Egyptian. He would have loved to hear that. Dude, I want to see the pyramids so bad. It's ridiculous. What's interesting like, about the pyramids is how like they said the architecture of a pyramid is not even being able to be duplicated with today's technology. That is just amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. I'm talking about we have iPhones, we have freaking 3D printing, and we can't develop the, the same structure as a pyramid. That's some God stuff right there. That foundation have, has not shifted as to a normal calibration of a foundation shift of way less than half the time. And I heard that, that humans build it with their hands. We'll say thousands of years. It hasn't moved what we consider normal movement of 50 years. Unbelievable. What the? Uh, when was that made? 1500 BC? You know, like, what was the time of that? It was made well before that, my friend. It's unbelievable. I can't believe it. You know? They lie to us about our history. That building is much older. Go uh, do this. Uh, Google search all the capital buildings of the United States. Why do they all look exactly, basically the same? That's They're made because by men. And, and why are some of them in Syracuse, New York, when it should obviously be in New York, New York? Why are they in Syracuse? Why are they in this country, in this city, that city, not the biggest city? It's because those buildings were already built and placed, and we inhabited them and rewrote their history. That is the biggest lie ever told, is the human history lie. Or maybe it's just not interpreted, you know? Maybe we were, like, on mushrooms or something, or maybe we were Neanderthals and we were eating things and we no, wrote things no. down. No, I don't agree with Interpreted, you know? Nope, I don't agree with you. Because, <laughs> you know, you, you were out there in the wild and you ate the mushroom and you didn't know what it was and you start writing hieroglyphics on the wall. You know, that couldn't that doesn't mean it's true. You know, maybe people were intoxicated on mushrooms. <laughs> Why could they predict the future? Because I think aliens came down or whatever, God's angels, you know. 
That's called the Nephilim. Oh, that's scary, man. Don't talk to me about They that. came down and mixed their DNA with our DNA, and that's why there's not an evolutionary jump from fucking Sasquatch to human. That's why there's just humans. I think it's because I, they switched up our DNA. That's insane, dude. Yeah, but dude, if you want to fuck with me, you got to learn this. A couple things. You got to learn this shit. I always thought we were mermaids at one point. We're sea sea creatures. You know? We're sea creatures, but I'm lobster that knows I'm eating shit. You just <laughs> eat the shit. I don't know about you, but I hate mosquitoes. I fucking hate mosquitoes. Fuck them and their dirty red assholes. No, it's just because they bite you and they think they're slick and because they're small and evasive. And then when you start scratching their little mark, you start looking for them, you know? And you immediately kill them real fast. You know? What's that? The dog's in the background? All right. What else we got? My neighbor's dog. That's not my dog. I have two dogs sitting here looking at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> that, that's my neighbor's dog, actually. I can't believe you can hear that. Yeah, I can hear that thing. Go ask him some sugar. No, no. The, <laughs> the, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not going to do that. That's the movie stuff. Yeah, that's the movie stuff. I'm not doing that. What um, else we got going on the list? Let's cap it off. All right. Um, bucket list. Um, songs that uh, songs that touch you. Yesterday, um, this song really made a, a dent in my heart. Kiss the kiss from a rose by Seal. Wow. Oh wow. That is a good one. How am I gonna that one is a good one? That is a classic, Brian. I'm very proud of you. What happened? What were you doing when you heard the song? I was thinking about myself and my brother. I don't I and my friends. I don't know. I was just in my emotions and I just thought <clears throat> if this if this song is not plugged on our shit, like I, I can't, I can't continue. This has to be plugged <clears throat> on our podcast. I don't know, man, but a kiss from a rose. I like and I can't explain. That's a classic. When my eyes become silent. And uh, I mean, like recently I've been on like a music, anti-music thing because I'm trying to tune in and tap into myself and try to really discover who I am. But I did recently was uh, upstairs and I was just chilling and I was looking through my Apple Music collection and, and uh, Smashing Pumpkins came up and I heard the song Tonight Tonight. And I was just like loving it. You know, I just thought the lyrics and the way he wrote the song and it made me think about songwriting and, you know, and how these songs and these moments were created at a certain point of our life. And then we automatically remember those times when that song was out, you know. And uh, it, it made me feel good about it, you know. Because that's what is good about music. You remember the time, like Green Day songs and, you know, the things that they would release, you know. And like, are we really super Green Day fans? Maybe not. But, you know, we remember the time when that song came out. And that's what's beautiful about music, you know. <laughs> 